1: We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine.
0: Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 224. We hope you all had a wonderful weekend and thank you so much for joining us today. We're kicking off a brand new series with you today. We don't really have an agenda. We're just going to try to wing this and see how well it goes, right?
1: Well, we have a, a sort of agenda.
0: So we had this idea, and if you've listened for a long time, you know that we used to do these episodes where it was kind of like action items for what you can do to achieve something or to feel a particular thing or just topics that come up as content creators or Disney lovers that we can do. And we took a break from that for a little while, and I think it's kind of resurfaced now. And when we are going to visit the parks, I know me in particular, and I think we approach them a little bit differently now. I'm trying to achieve a certain feeling almost. I'm trying to pinpoint, you know, what am I feeling and what can I do to either enhance that further or to alleviate that if it's a negative feeling, whatever it might be. So we want to have some discussions about how do you what are some things that you can experience and what are some things that you can do to experience blank? Today, it's the most obvious, I think, of all the emotions that you feel whenever you visit Disney or you experience anything along with Disney. And that's joy.
1: Yeah, I think just to kind of add on to what you said, I mean, Disney is very almost therapeutic. You know, it's kind of that opportunity to, you know, not only do something that you love, but kind of, you know, de-stress or reflect on things or, you know, free your mind and you know be creative and you know as we've been reflecting on just some things that have happened over the past few months you know we've personally used disney in a way to help us you know deal with these different emotions or feel different things based on kind of what's going on and you know we've looked for joy in a lot of different ways so we figured a lot of you at home might be feeling the same way, or you might be looking for a little extra Disney joy today. So we wanted to share a few of the things that bring us joy and, you know, a few of the things that can bring you joy at home or at work, in the car, wherever you might be. Uh, If you are a local, how you can find joy in the parks. And, you know, if you're not, maybe what you could hope for, hope to find when you visit.
0: Yeah, and I think these are always going to be a reflection of how we're feeling or what we're looking for. And I don't think we want to spend too much time on it. But I do think right now, both in our outside climate, outside of the Disney community, but also within the Disney community, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of, um, you know, just not good things going on. Um, with all the layoffs and with how the parks are going to be shaped for the future. And there's a lot of uncertainty around that. I think joy is something that all of us could use some extra of. So this is going to be the different ways that we experience joy or the things that we look for, like Catherine said, in the parks, at home, and then in the car. And I'm interested about it in the car because that's, that was my biggest thing whenever I was feeling detached from Disney. Car time, and especially my commute to and from work, was a huge factor into making me feel closer to the magic. So we'll get to that. But first, we're going to start with the parks. So, Catherine, why don't you share some of your ways or experiences that you seek joy in the parks?
1: Let me ask you this. Should I share all of them at once or should we ping pong?
0: Let's ping pong it.
1: All right. So, the first thing that I came up with, and it was the very first thing that came to mind actually, and this might not be surprising, but one of the things that brings me the most joy in the parks is eating Mickey shaped foods. Because where else, except for maybe if you buy the ice cream bars from Publix, but where else can you eat Mickey shaped foods? Ice cream, pretzels waffles, you name it. I mean, it automatically makes me smile.
0: And that brings you joy.
1: So much joy. I mean, the food itself brings me joy because I love to eat, but I think the Mickey shape, it's extra magical and it just makes me feel very happy.
0: Do you have a particular snack? Is it a Mickey bar?
1: It is. Yeah. I'm an ice cream person. So I feel like for me going on vacation that was always like the one thing it wasn't a full vacation until i ate that mickey bar
0: do you realize since we've been local you haven't had a single mickey bar
1: i know it's kind of wild but maybe it's i don't know maybe when your family comes down for vacation i'll have a mickey bar with them
0: my first one is parades Mm. parades or something that i never expected this I. Growing up, my family always skipped parades like that's prime time. Go jump in line for Space Mountain when a parade is happening. And. But now the interactions that you can get, the, you know, just seeing the intricacies of the floats. And I think for more than anything, it's seeing the characters and the performers. The performers are a very undervalued aspect of parades.
1: Well, I was even going to say. Recently, since we've been watching the cavalcade so much, like the choreography, I feel like is always very exciting because it's you don't think about everything that goes into it. But they do the same thing every time, like it's with the music, you know, that they have a whole routine, which is really fun.
0: And actually, the parade that comes to my mind the most is one we've never seen in person. And that's Magic Happens in Disneyland. I've watched that on YouTube. (laughs) So many times when I'm looking for joy.
1: That's a good one. I've only seen it once with you, but that is a really sweet one. Um, The second thing that I came up with were cast member jokes. So my sister is a big fan of puns and no matter how cheesy they are, they do bring me a lot of joy because you can't help but laugh at them. And this came to my mind because this happened pretty recently, but when we went to the parks, we were with our friends. So I was with Sarah from Adults in Disney and we went to a photo pass person and he was the nicest older gentleman and he just kept the jokes coming and we laughed the entire time and it made us smile. And it was such a good interaction that I think things like that bring me a lot of joy. The joke. Do you want to hear the joke, Brendan? Yeah. You have to hear the joke. So he asked, you know, what is your age? He said, our age. And oh, dang, I already messed it up. <laughs> Such a Bad storyteller. We're going to start well, over. Good
0: thing we have a podcast.
1: <laughs> we're going to start over. So he asked what we did that day. We said, we went to the mine train. So he said, oh, how old are you? Oh, 20, 26. And he was like, oh, I'm surprised they let you on. We we're like, what? Why? And he said, because you have to be a minor. Ba-dum-bum. I wasn't expecting that at all. I didn't know where he was going with that, and then he said it, and it just made me laugh. So you're welcome for that kind of twist around turned up story.
0: Well, and I would even think that going past the jokes, that there's other things as well. I mean, just the little simplest interactions that you get are what stick with you. I think, like I know. I have really fond memories of Boma because we had just an outstanding waiter there who really went above and beyond just by little things. Like we told him that we ate at Boma after we got engaged and they brought us out a little celebration cupcake.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: tastes awful.
1: But, <laughs> it was adorable.
0: But it was a memory that they created. Um, I don't want to keep doing, going down this road because I'm going to get sad about cast members.
1: Well, but it's joyful. They bring us a lot of joy, and that's what we are remembering.
0: My next one are character interactions. So it kind of goes with parades. And I have a couple of character meet and greets that every single time I meet these characters, you leave with your cup so full of joy Baymax, mm-hmm. Stitch, and Mickey. Mm. I thought about Minnie as well.
1: Yeah, the one that comes to mind too is Daisy because she's just so fun. Those are good Baymax for sure. That's a good one that I don't think I would have thought of until you just said it. But I mean, how could you not be full of joy meeting Baymax?
0: I mean, now that like the floodgates are open, Goofy <laughs> Goofy is fantastic. Donald is fantastic.
1: Really all of them.
0: You can't really go wrong. (laughs) I mean, the villains don't spark as much joy, I don't think. That's true. That's maybe more humor or...
1: Fear, definitely fear. (laughs) You think fear is the right word? Yeah, it's like an intimidation factor.
0: Yeah. But I think if I had a single one character, and I know he's not available all the time. Definitely not. I mean, obviously nobody's available right now. Baymax... Is there ever been a single person to meet Baymax and walk away not just smiling ear to ear? Dang it, I thought of another one. Pooh Bear. Ah. Or Tigger.
1: Or Tigger. Yeah, those are good ones. But sticking with Baymax, all you have to do is get a good fist bump in there. And, I mean, day made. That's one of those
0: things. I, I mean, we kind of joke about it when we're in the parks. Like, whenever something really incredible like that happens. We'll say, well, we can just go home right now. Like we've <laughs> we, we've succeeded in what we were trying to do. I honestly would not be opposed to a park visit being you go and you fist bump Baymax <laughs> and you leave. That's that's worth it.
1: That's pretty. What good else day. could you?
0: <laughs> what else do you need?
1: That's like a lunch break, like a midday pick me up kind of thing. So what I came up with next were just all of the details, I guess, in the rides and particularly like the voiceovers. So I feel like we've talked about this a lot in our storytelling series because it tickles me so much. But like the Slinky Dog voice overlay is hilarious. The like Carsland. Yes. The Carsland Mater, like I feel like those little details or those little extra things that they put into it with the character voices. It it makes me smile. It makes me so happy to think about that and to hear that. And, you know, makes me giggle.
0: I like that. I mean, the I feel like the most famous one is hold on to your hats and glasses. We're best remove them.
1: Yes. I was going to say like specific rides and things like that too, but I feel like it kind of goes into it. Like all of those little, you know, before you even ride the ride, because maybe you're not a roller coaster person, but the safety spiel does it for me.
0: My next one, I, I also want to make sure that we hit like specific spots that you can do, go to or specific experiences in this. And both of these give me a multitude of emotions. I think wonder is a big one that you get here uh, and just like amazement. But I do think Gorilla Falls and Maharaja Jungle Trek in Animal Kingdom bring me joy. I think particularly Gorilla Falls there, you see Baby Grace, which if anybody's watching that Animal Kingdom documentary that they're doing on Disney Plus, Baby Grace is the cutest gorilla you've ever seen in your entire life.
1: What's the dad's name?
0: Oh, if you hadn't just put me on the spot, I knew his name.
1: It was his birthday. I mean that nothing is more joyful than a gorilla birthday, so you have to watch that if you haven't.
0: But and then you know they have the the tiger cubs that you see quite often. They're quite a bit older now, but they're still young. You can tell that they're younger, yeah, than the other ones. Um, I just think there's so much joy to be found there.
1: That's a good one. That's I feel, and I feel like that's kind of an undervalued one too because it's one that a lot of people just skip. A lot of walking. It is a lot of walking. Animal Kingdom just in general is a lot of walking. I feel like um mine do kind of stick with attractions um ones that I think just kind of evoke like that childlikeness, you know, you just kind of get on them and you know everything else melts away. Dumbo came to mind because I mean it's a classic and then This is not going to be a surprise, but Slinky Dog Dash is just one. Just everything about that ride, the atmosphere, um, the ride itself, just like those little hills that just kind of make your stomach drop enough to just, you know, bring out that joyful feeling. Both of those would be my go-to rides.
0: I actually tried my next one as a ride as well. And I I think that... Not as many rides as you would think actually invoke joy. A lot of them is a a feeling of thrill or danger or relief, whatever it might be. You know, those play into the thrill rides more. And then some of the others, I think it's more pinging off of just like having fun and amazement and wonder and, you know, inspiration and other things. Joy is probably a part of most of those as well. But the number one attraction that I thought of for Joy was the Mad Tea Party. Because I know it's polarizing because some people hate the spinning. <laughs> but even if you go on it and don't spin, do you ever see someone riding it who's not smiling?
1: I don't think so. Not that I can remember, unless someone was like in it being sick. But I feel like you, especially because like you're so tight when you ride with people, you know, like you're kind of smooshed in there and you're trying to figure out how to turn the wheel and, you know, you're laughing the entire time. And then when you get off, you're dizzy. So that's kind of funny. It makes a lot of memories. So I feel like anything like that invokes a lot of joy.
0: What about I thought about people mover? Is that just a me (laughs) thing or is that universal?
1: That might just be a you thing. I I would say that's more like, but that's like kind of relaxing. I don't know. That's what it makes me think of as far as what that, you know, brings to me relaxation.
0: And then along those same lines, it's not a ride, but you experience it. And it's the railroad, both in Disneyland or in Walt Disney world, taking a ride on the train invoked so much joy
1: it is truly the best form of transportation in disney world for sure
0: are you out of things on the parks i'm out okay i have one more and it is people watching Hmm. but i have a very specific type of people watching okay if you're looking for joy specifically
1: (laughs) You can find a lot of emotions in people watching. <laughs> uh, dis-
0: disgust, maybe, <laughs> but specifically if you're looking for joy, one of my favorite things to do is park yourself right outside. Maybe some of these attractions that we just talked about: Slinky Dog, um, teacups, teacups, any Dumbo. of those Dumbo ones where you're not getting the risk of a kid getting off screaming and crying.
1: So like not it's tough to be a bug.
0: Not it's tough to be (laughs) a bug. Park yourself off of there and watch the families come out of those attractions. And particularly, I think seeing the memories that are being made and you can see them in real life. I think brings me a lot of joy and I think it might work for some other people as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think especially we've mentioned it before, like for us, we're very, I guess, like empathetic. Like we definitely feed off of people. So to see other people enjoying themselves. The carousel is another one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Or seeing people on the carousel, not even exiting. You can just look at the carousel.
0: Yeah, exiting the carousel is kind of a mayhem a little bit.
1: It's kind of confusing.
0: Don't know where to go. No,
1: (laughs) Same thing for teacups, though. Sometimes there's a lot of exits.
0: Is that because you're dizzy?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny. So what about at home is our next category. So if you're not at the parks or if you're far away from the parks, what are some ways that you could find joy at home?
0: So I tried to think about here like movies, TV shows, but also things like home decor.
1: or Like scents.
0: Scents, I think, are a big one. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. That's you could go deep there. Mm-hmm. Think about some scents that would bring you joy. OK. My. First one, and again, this is a subjective one for me, Air Saturday morning cartoons bring me so much joy. I don't know how many times, but and Disney Plus has been a lifesaver for that for me.
1: Well, it's been a huge game changer because I think ever since we first got married, you've talked about Saturday morning cartoons. And it used to be very hard to find good Saturday morning cartoons.
0: Or Sunday morning cartoons, I guess weekend morning cartoons. Yes. I'm here for. But now I think just turning on DuckTales, old ones or new ones, Rescue Rangers, the Mickey shorts, any of those silly symphonies. I think there's something I think many of us grew up doing that. And there's a really unique correlation between the nostalgia and joy and just like a carefreeness that I think is really hard to achieve. Like it, it, it it hits the nail on the head for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think you mentioned it, but that connection to like, this is what we did as a kid. And, you know, you don't have any other worries. You can just drink your coffee or I mean, sometimes you even eat cereal or whatever it might be while we watch them. And you can just kind of laugh and, you know, they're funny. No thought goes into it, which is perfect. You know, you can just zone out and enjoy them. So that's a good one.
0: You don't think there's a strong plot line in Rescue Rangers?
1: I mean, there is a plot line. I will give it that, but it's you know, you're not like on the edge of your seat. Oh.
0: <laughs> Speak for yourself.
1: <laughs> so for my first one, again, Disney plus, greatest thing to ever come to us. Um, for mine in particular, I really like that it's a dog's life series that they're doing. And it's hosted by none other than Goofy. Bill Farmer. Bill Farmer.
0: You forgot his name, didn't
1: you? I did, but it's Goofy. So that's all we needed to know, really. Um, which is it makes it that much better. And they literally follow different dogs and like their jobs, like whatever makes them special. And we can't really watch this much. At home with our dogs because our dogs bark at the TV and it's a really, it's a big problem. They don't like other animals on the TV, but.
0: Uh, Loki, the younger one, barked at the water horse from Frozen yesterday.
1: (laughs) So that's where we're at. Um, But the one thing that I think has honestly brought me more joy than anything in my entire life, and I'm not even being dramatic, was watching. The Corgi Beach Day episode. There was a corgi who surfs and it was her way of being rehabilitated after like a dog attack. I mean, it was the best thing I've ever seen. A a surfing corgi. And then if you've never heard of Corgi Beach Day, you need to look it up now. Pause right now. Go look it up. I was literally crying. I was so happy. It's
0: in San Diego, right?
1: It is. It's thousands of corgis dress up and go to the beaches in San Diego for like a meetup.
0: They have kissing boots.
1: They have parades, costumes, just frolicking corgis in the water. So I can imagine the entire series is amazing. But in particular, if you need some joy... Go watch Corgi Beach Day.
0: I don't know if anybody was expecting to get such specific uh, recommendations.
1: I mean, I feel like the more specific, the better. Right. Mm -hmm. Everyone could use just a little more joy in their lives. Today's a Monday. Go Uh, watch Corgi Beach Day.
0: So here's my question now is. Of all the emotions that we work through on this one little spark series, um, how many times are you going to bring up Corgi Beach Day? (laughs) Does it bring you determination?
1: Oh Well, it could. We'll have to see how many times I can sneak this in here. But number one, the most joy that that did it for me.
0: My next one is I think it's just more the characters themselves. You can put them in any show or any movie. And for the most part, I thoroughly enjoy it. And for me, it's the Muppets. I think Kermit in particular he's so optimistic and so joyful. I it just exudes that emotion for me. You know, they have better shows and worse shows, but I'm never going to complain about watching the Muppets in any form or fashion.
1: No, that's a good one. Especially the theme song today. Sorry. <laughs> well, the theme song got us today. Yeah, it brought that's us a lot of joy.
0: That's later on my list. OK,
1: well, a little foreshadowing. Um, the other thing that I put on my at home as far as movies go would be Toy Story.
0: <laughs> I see. I, I saw you write this one down. I, is it joy?
1: I think like the connection that all the characters have with each other. I don't know. I mean, I guess you it encompasses so many different emotions But when I was trying to think of a movie, like I really wanted to think of one movie that brought me some joy. Again, I think it has to do with like childhood connections, but the relationship of the characters, you know, the never giving up on each other. Don't leave anyone behind. You know, we've got your back. You've got a friend in me. All of those things. It brings me joy. I guess that's a little subjective. That one, Corgi Beach Days, for everybody. Toy Story, <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story. You could, you could argue a little bit, maybe.
0: What if people listening are not dog people?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not such a thing. Mm. Though we talked about scents. have did you think of any in particular?
0: I think Main Street USA, popcorn.
1: Popcorn.
0: I don't like popcorn, but I like smelling popcorn when I come in underneath the train station.
1: Oh, I'm shocked! I was not expecting you to say that.
0: What do you think?
1: I was thinking like the confectionery. I think it's it's similar, similar notes. The
0: popcorn is it? Are so? Are both of us? Both of us are channeling Main Street.
1: Yeah, simply because I think there's a lot of great smells in the rides, but I think those particular smells would trigger other feelings for me. You know, like I enjoy other scents in the parks. But, you know, when you start to think of like the Pirates of the Caribbean or the Sorn or other things like that, I feel like those scents would invoke other feelings. So that's why I feel like the confectionery on Main Street you know, you'd kind of have that feeling. It goes with the Mickey shaped foods.
0: <laughs> what about fireworks?
1: The smell of fireworks. Mm, that's a good one.
0: Do you want to smell fireworks when you're experiencing them?
1: Not like over, if it was an overwhelming smell, that might be a little alarming. But I, you can kind of, you smell it in the air. I mean, it's hard not to.
0: I also thought about some of those resort smells. Mm hmm. Uh, I think, like, the the Polynesian smell maybe has a some joy in there. I think more than anything, it's relaxation for me. But maybe the Grand Floridian as well.
1: See, maybe it, we haven't been there in a while, but I can't pinpoint a smell for the Grand Floridian right now. I'm sure they have one. It
0: smells bougie. <laughs> Can you pinpoint it that?
1: smells... <laughs> I mean that's a good smell, but
0: well, it smells like that Basin store that they have on the second floor.
1: Oh, now that is heavenly. But again, that I would kind of, I would categorize that differently. So I'm going to stick with my confectionery, Main Street confectionery.
0: And so our last category is in the car. And so like I mentioned beforehand, you're not like a big. You just listen to FM radio.
1: Yeah, my commutes have never been long enough, but I will say. You know, songs I listen to like when I work, when I grade papers in the morning at school, um, you know, when kids are doing different activities, you know, we turn on different playlists and things like that. So, I mean, in the car, at work, you know, it kind of depends for everybody, but I feel like things that you listen to, you know, things that are more, again, you don't have to put like a lot of thought into them. You don't have to be like super present. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it, it's just it seeps a little bit of joy into your day.
0: So uh, you already spoiled one of mine, was was the Muppets theme song. Sorry. So I'll skip that one. And I'm a huge fan of loops of park area loops. And the one that I always come back to time and time and time again is the Esplanade at Disneyland. It has the best collection of acoustic music you could ever ask for. And it brings me so much joy.
1: That is a good one. You are a big Loop fan. For some reason, I've just never gotten into that. I'm more of like a make your own playlist kind of person.
0: It's already made for you.
1: Well, I know. But I like to pick my own songs. So if it was my joy playlist... I'm just gonna go ahead and give you all my songs. I'll have four, but these are my songs that would be on my joy playlist. I would have the bare necessities. Although, really, anything from the Jungle Book could fit into that. Um, that I want to be like you would be another one on there. But I want bare necessities. That was my dad's favorite song as a kid, so it brings me happy memories.
0: Baloo's another character you can meet. and Get joy every time.
1: Oh, every time, yeah. Um, so, Bare Necessities, just can't wait to be king. It also makes me picture, like, whenever I hear, it, I picture the um, Thilhar Magic scene, <laughs> which is funny. Un poco loco, I feel like, is always a fun song. It's very upbeat, kind of makes you want to dance. And then I almost forgot about this one. I would have been so mad at myself, but you are welcome. That's another one that's just, it's funny.
0: Big Dwayne the Rock Johnson fan.
1: You sing. I can't listen to this song without singing along. And it it brings me joy.
0: I thought about Moana and I thought how far I'll go. But I I don't think I couldn't pinpoint it. I don't think it's joy. Yeah. That it brings you. I I keep coming back to Wonder. Wonder is going to have to be next week because it's like the one that's pulling on me the hardest, I feel like. okay, But for Joy. Almost there. Which that has like some determination in it as well. But it also, to me, makes me feel a lot of peace of that. Like you're you're building to something Mm -hmm. and you don't really have to worry about it as much. And then controversy time. I like both of these. I'm interested to know which one you enjoy more. Okay, Wishes or happily ever after.
1: As far as the song or the show?
0: The song. Which one brings you more joy? Ooh.
1: I'm really tempted to say wishes. Because if I could, I would probably have kept wishes and never changed it. But the music to Happily Ever After might bring me more joy.
0: I think the music. I think the the original song is better in Happily Ever After. Uh, Unpopular Opinion. I think the wishes girl can be a tad bit annoying
1: sometimes. You cannot do that. Why? Because wasn't. And i got this for my sister. So if I'm wrong, you can totally correct me. But wasn't that like her wish for make a wish? Yes, it was. I know it was. I'm about to call her in here. Well, OK, I take it back. You should take it back. It almost makes me feel sad. <laughs> It makes it does. It brings a lot of emotion wishes, I feel like. So I remember watching that show a lot growing up like, oh, you know, like wishing about things that would happen. I feel like Happily Ever After is more like kind of upbeat and modern. And well, it's-,
0: it's Jordan Fisher and someone else. I don't know who's with them.
1: I don't know her name either.
0: But like they play that on the Magical Express when you're leaving as well. Mm-hmm. And when you're going
1: there. I played a lot, really.
0: And I think even as a standalone track, like Wishes hits home whenever you see the fireworks with it. But Happily Ever After, I think even as a standalone track can pull that on you.
1: I would agree with that.
0: So that's all we have for Joy. Did anything pop up in your mind that you want to share last minute?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think just all of those little moments that we talk about. You know, those make the biggest difference. And I think, you know, even just on days where you need extra joy, just kind of taking a minute to actually look for those opportunities, I feel like is important. You know, if you know that you're kind of bummed out or if it's been a bad day at work, you know, it's really easy to just stay in that mindset, you know, like play the sad songs or just kind of let yourself mope around. I feel like I do that a lot. Like, I just want to I just want to be grumpy and I don't want anyone to change my mind. But I feel like doing something like turning on my happy songs playlist makes a big difference.
0: And I would challenge you that next time you visit the parks, go targeting specific emotions of what you're trying to feel. To me, it's been a big game changer. I know you're not necessarily like you're just you're still in relaxation mode.
1: I'm always trying to be in relaxation mode.
0: I've been trying to pinpoint exactly what I'm trying to get out of it, um, what I'm trying to take home, and may not work for everybody. But for me, it's been really enjoyable to kind of challenge and and build my days around that. So if that's something that you experience in the future, or if you've done it before, please let me know. Love to chat about it. What are some of the things that bring you joy in the parks at home? In the car, smells, whatever it might be. Maybe it's a food dish that you make at home. That's another one that I just thought about.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: So we've created a fun little way that you can do this on Instagram. We put together a little template of the emotion for the week of this series that we're working on and then leaving it fillable so that you can fill it in and either keep track of it, share it, whatever you want to do. I would I'm going to keep all of mine so that whenever I'm looking for something specific, I'll have something to draw back on almost like as a little, little journal.
1: I like that idea. And of course we'll be back on Wednesday with our storytelling series. It kind of fits in nicely with our one little spark series because last week we talked about the emotions that Walt wanted in some different rides. And this week we're kind of playing on that again by diving into seven dwarves. Mind train.
0: Yep. So hope you can join us for that. If you've not already already, we'd really love if you. Could leave us an iTunes review. It's the absolutely the best way to help the show grow. Speaking of that, September of 2020 was our best month ever for the podcast. So we thank you guys so much. It's still so humbling that anybody wants to hear some of the nonsense that we talk about, but we love making these episodes and we love that you are enjoying them, it seems like, as well. If you have any feedback or things that you want to hear us talk about, please let us know. Thank you for being here and we will chat with you on Wednesday.
1: Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show.
0: Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit detourdeneverland.com.
1: We appreciate you letting us be part of your day.
0: See you real soon.